Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts with Amir Khan. Okay, here we go. So I've had losses and... Look, it's all about you picking yourself back up again. And with the media. The media, I and didn't the think media it's hard. They but how much, you. how much shit were you getting in the media as well? Because... Oh, so they said that, like, stuff like they were saying, um, oh, we, he's not the fighter that we thought he was. Oh, he'll never become a world champion. He's lost his fight. He's done. That's him finish now. He just took 50 seconds for someone to knock him out. And how old, and are, you this, really how old are you at this point? I was about 18 years old and I was thinking, wow. Like, I mean, I'm already down anyway. Well, yeah. you're putting me down even further. And that was just a down for I mean, that was just a down bit of that. When you're down, they'll just keep on putting you lower and lower and lower. And whereas they really, if they were more supportive, it would have been nicer. And I would be like, wow, you know what? I'm going to come back stronger and I'm going to... But I still came back stronger and I still come back and wanted to win. And won one world titles after that. But still, it was hard for a guy who's not mentally strong. I think that's why I want to ask. How do you, if you're not mentally strong, how do you? For a guy that's not mentally strong, I think he will have big problems. I mean, to overcome people saying to you that, oh yeah, you lost a fight, you're not that good. Um, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's, it's, Did you ever get I, anxiety or anything like that, or any sort of down days? Look, you know, you hit a wall all the time. You always hit a wall and think, oh. I mean, there come days where. And this just happened a lot after a fight, even though you won. Because you're so used to a routine. And you're always training, you're always in a camp. You're around your coach, you, you're using that energy to some positive. When you stop and you you end up hitting a wall, I said, because you just get bored and you're not in a routine and you think, what do I do? You feel lost with yourself. A lack of purpose, right? Yeah, I mean, lack of purpose is a... It's a it's a very hard sport that people don't give enough respect to. Look, we've seen the Joshuas and everyone, and everyone's talking highly about them. As soon as they lose a fight, boom, they've been destroyed. Same thing happened to me. Same thing happened to Tyson Fury. I mean, this is... And 
these are this is from the same people who are so behind you and like you're, you know, always behind you, supporting you, and then they turn against you. Imagine seeing that. Where's the sense of loyalty? That's what you feel. Oh man, one thing about boxing, there's no loyalty for no one has loyalty for. But it's such a loyal place. It's it's like such a loyal sport, right? In terms of the fan base, in terms of the training, in terms yeah, of but the coaching. Then, but tell, only if you're winning. If you're winning, then you're gonna have the loyalty that they're gonna be with you. I mean, look at it this way. After my fight against Kell Brook, my last fight, I know we jumped in the gun, but no, that's uh, great, after yeah. my last fight against Kell Brook, I had my own friend saying, one of my friends said to me, he goes, bro, my sentence is over. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, that's it, it, bro. Close the curtains. I said, I said, he goes, I'm done. I'm, got, I'm finished now. He's like, you, you're done. You're finished from boxing. I'm done as well. See you in a bit. I'm gone. And this was the guy. Are you serious? I swear to God. This was like literally after my fight against Calbrook, after losing a day later, he goes, bro, I'm done. Obviously, in the way he said it was like a bit of a cheeky way as well. And I thought, and obviously you don't see him around me no, no more. And you know what? Honestly speaking, that's why I said, and I keep saying to everyone, boxing is not a nice sport because, and the fan base is as bad. Because what happened then was, as soon as they started seeing me doing TV shows, this is after my career, I'm saying, no, no, retired, like this stuff. And I'm bringing a book out, for example. Um, I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm getting called to do events and trips. I'm doing boxing shows. The folks, they start calling you again. Oh, bro, how's it going? You all right? And I'm like, wow. They, they, they literally thought I was done. These people thought I was finished, that... This guy's done now. Like we walk away from him, and we've got what we can from him. How does that make you feel, though? Because that's makes just you feel like shit, man. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Trust me, man. It's the it's the worst thing. And luckily, I've got a great family around me. Yeah, my, you know, my parents. I've got a great great wife who's always supporting me. Who do I need? That's why friends. One thing about boxing and 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 my life now is that friends will come and go. I've only probably caught maybe. What I can only count on one hand in the loyal friends I've got who I've known for a long time. I mean, there's not been that many loyal people in my life, man. Honestly, family's been there, but when it comes to friends. But do know, you think that's because of the position? Because you earning huge amounts, you're you're world champion, you're all these different things, and it's just people are just trying to take all the time. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like winners. People like winners, that's it. And um they can take what they want. And I just think that. They're just evil people. That's what. That's why. That's what they like. I mean, that's what they are. It must be hard to then trust people, right? Media, people, anything. Listen, now I'm at the stage. I'm 36 years old, man. I'm just enjoying my life and my family. It's fine. It's you, the best thing, man. But do you know what's interesting? You're you're 36. You're so young. Ah, uh, yeah. And you've lived this. I've seen everything. You've seen everything. I've seen it all, and um, I just love my life. And I look. I spend a lot of time in Dubai. I live there. Yeah. And I want people to see me like a normal guy. So everyone in Dubai, they've got money. They've got a lot of people have fame there as well. Mm. And um, and I'm going to meet people who are going to be real. And I love it there. Because I'm meeting real people. It's only here when you meet. Here, I'll, you bump into your old friends. and It's like a, a want, want, want thing, you know? What was your biggest payday in a fight? Um, about 11 million... 
a lot of money in it. Yeah. <laughs> even even when I look back at it, I think, wow. But that is, I mean, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, but I tell you what, you work. People, it's funny. I I spoke to a sportsman who said, you know, you watch boxers. David Beckham scoring the free kick, or Usain Bolt winning that, or you winning the world championship—they just see that moment. They don't see the hard work since you were eight years old in the gym, yeah, working, sacrifices. sacrifice all that time, working up, and well, then yeah, and then you reap the rewards when you're doing it, right? Forget that. And now I'm retired. I'm getting phone calls. I've had phone calls, and you can times that by like four. Get out of offered here. me, and now I'm like, man, is retired. Leave me alone. You have you've been by who? By other promoters and a lot of the. Or the fighters, and now you see the Middle East is opening up. Yeah, with sport, they're giving empty, they're giving blank checks to you to say, "Come on, fight again." Being a Muslim, obviously, and Middle East is mainly yeah. Muslim, so maybe that's is what's interesting them to get me over there and do a fight. But I don't know, man. I'm like, it's it's it's, it's tough. So to say no to, but someone's running your check for about forty million dollars, whatever it is, and you're saying no. I've not said no. <laughs> I've not said no. I've just said to them that I'll see. I need to go in the gym and see, and I want to do a sparring session, get hit in the face, and get hit hard, and to see how I'm going to recover and how 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 it's like being hit again. Because I like I said, it's been two years I've not been in the ring. I've not been hit for two years, and I'm like, well, still f- 30, 40 million, 30, 40 million, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do have to talk uh, about you know. I they're, they're, like I feel free to talk about as much as you want. There's this. The anti-doping thing mm. that's happened. What, I, you know, I'm not versed in the situation, but what's happened there? So basically, um, so I found out like a week, no, a couple of weeks after the fight, that my last test uh, from anti-doping was uh, tested positive. I mean, it shocked me more than anything because I'm the one who asked for the drug test for that fight. Mm. I'm the one who said that we want the drug, and I ended up paying. I think it's like 20, 20, 30 grand you have to pay towards them to get that drug testing thing done. So did that and uh, it, was, it, was, it, it was positive. I mean, I didn't know what to do because I thought, how did it get in my system? So I started then making calls, checking on what I was taking, what, what all my supplements, got my lawyer involved. He had to check everything. Because you don't, you just get given what you're given, right? Is that what happens? No, but I picked my own vitamins. I used my own vitamins. So luckily I had all my vitamins with me. Mm. So I checked every vitamin pack. What am I taking and what's it got inside it? So I checked everything. Still, there's no sign of this Austrian uh, supplement or whatever it was. And, and what does the Austrian supposedly drug. do? What does it supposedly do? You know what? I don't know. I heard it's a female drug. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it does. Um... So I don't know what it does. I think Austrian. What Austrian? Does it make you pregnant? I, yeah, that's what oh. it does. But huh? but that but so okay. So that happens. For, it's, something like that must be really frustrating because then again, media gets involved. Yeah, big time. Because everyone then got involved and said, "Oh, he's, he's a cheater." But then, if you look at when I went to court, because I had to go to the hearing. I went to court for it because, and I said, "Look, I'm not ever taking anything. I've been." I was even happy for them to do a lie detector just to show that I'm, but they don't want to do that. But anyway, uh, I showed them all my samples. I gave them all the evidence I had. Um, and they did say that it's un, unconditional. And the amount that they found in my body was, say you got an Olympic-sized swimming pool, mm-hmm. one grain of salt, that was in my body. And they also say that 
the amount that was in my body on the week of the fight, it wasn't enough to make me any stronger, any quicker, any better, right? But it was still in my system. Secondly, it, um, all the previous tests, like when I must have done about eight, were all negative. So it must have been some type of contamination, maybe sharing a drink with an outsider, like a friend or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it got in the system. Look, I think looking through their report when it, when when I when they said you got a two year ban, and another thing, instead of giving me a four year ban, which is a normal thing when you ban, they give me a two year ban, and they started it off from the straight after the fight time. So instead of even though the court case was a year later, they said we'll back it up to because I think they knew I was innocent. But the only thing is that they wanted the source how it got into your system. Now, I still, I still don't know how we got in the system. Um, and it's frustrating, right? Because it's frustrating you, because yeah, look, you yeah. know, when, when you look, you're not going to take something, even though it's not going to, if I'm it's going to help I'm you, sitting here, it's not going to help you. Yeah, sitting here opposite you, I can see you're being completely genuine, right? Yeah, but I mean, I would never cheat in my life. That's something I've never done in my life. Yeah. Especially my last fight. Okay, I've done, you think all my career I've not done it because it only takes one fight where you get caught cheating. Your whole career is tarnished. And everyone, but I still feel that people out there know I didn't cheat. I mean, and also, look, if I went into that fight and I knocked Kelbrook out in the first round and it went over, and I, then I got caught and it was positive, people would be like, hmm, they'll be raising their eyebrows. They'd be like, maybe you took something, you know? Because I'm getting older now as well. Mm. So, because that did happen and I had probably my worst performance in my life. It's like I didn't want to be there. I just didn't feel good. What, yeah. Why didn't you? Why, why did you feel sluggish? Why did you not? Do you think you were just like, ah, do you know what? I've just, you talk about mentality, right? It's about that winning, that killer instinct. Do you think you got to a point where you're just like, ah, just don't. Just couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked. Yeah. You know, when you when you, when you just hit the wall and said, can't be asked, man. Honestly, like, I remember walking out the room, looking at the time, thinking 10 o'clock, I'll be out. And in two hours, I'll be in my bed. Like, I just wanted it over with. Like, I wanted it to be finished. But why? I don't know. It just happened on the fight. The week of the fight, all this happened. I felt so good in training camp. Had the best camp. I felt strong, sharp. I was very fit. I had everything on my side. It was just the week of the fight. I just don't know if I overpeaked or I just hit a wall and I was like, oh, I can't be asked doing this. I don't know what it was. And, and I didn't believe this can happen to someone. Because I've heard it happen to fighters in the past. And I used to be like, nah, impossible. That can't happen. But guess what? It happened to me. I mean, it's like I didn't want to be there. Do you think that's like a sort of like burnout almost? It's like a burnout. And I felt so tired and drained. And it's like, felt very sleepy that day as well. And I'm thinking like, like I'm not having enough sleep. And it was a full funny feeling. And maybe that's a sign to call it a day. You know, I mean, that was a sign to say, listen... Unless I did, I worked too hard and left in the gym because you can sometimes overtrain as well. So I don't know. I don't know what happened because through that training camp, I was doing 12 round spars with hard guys, with tough guys, doing three rounds with one, four rounds with one, four rounds with another, four rounds with another. They were coming in fresh and I was doing so well and so good against them and they were probably better than Kelbrook. But like I said, when I come on fight night, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I love it that you, you, you not love it, but I'd say you'd walk and you look at the clock and go, oh, yeah, by that time. Now imagine that. Yeah, and it's crazy when you're going into a war. 
Yeah, I just went over with that, I think. No, thinking about small things like this, looking at the clock, leaving. It just shows to me that maybe I just wanted that break as well. Just wanted to... Look, I live in... I spend a lot of time in Dubai. I live in Dubai as well. Just wanted to be... I was away from my family for about 15 weeks. I just wanted to go back home and be back in my house with my kids and family. Talk to me about your family because you said in this thing, which is... Um, I, this is just... I, that, the opening of your book again. By the way, we can get your book now, can't we? Come back today, Yes. 6,000 copies that you signed. Can we get a signed copy? <laughs> My hand's still in pain. I can't sign. I can't sign. It's battered. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Talk about the death threats from Al-Qaeda. What? Can you believe that? You know, we can explain that. Come on. What is that? Come in the press one time that like, we want this we want this boxer, Amir Khan. We want to do a job on him, literally. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Me, little, a little boy from Bolton. You want to do a job on me? Come on, man. Get someone from the city instead. I thought you might be picking on me. Um, I don't know. I Look, I was always speaking the truth. I was like, I'm against terrorism. I'm against... I'm, I'm, I'm a proud Brit. Brit and I always supported everyone, everything that the British say and uh, I think they didn't like that and messages were then sent saying that we want to do a job on Amir it's, it is scary because you, especially when you travel to the Middle East a lot and also mm-hmm. Asia anything can happen you can get set up or whatnot. so um, are yeah. you ever scared? Nah, look, you, you, we all gonna die one day, aren't we? So you're not scared? Nah, I'm not scared, man. I just go with the flow in it. But I am scared in a sense where I've got kids now. Yeah. I've got a family. I have to be there for them. See, they're young, aren't they? And they need a father. But I mean, so only scared for that. But other than that, I'm not really scared in life. I've had, gun, I've had guns put to my head. When was a gun put to your head? <sighs> a couple of months ago. I stole my watch. Is this when you got robbed? Yeah. <laughs> And it's not nice, you know what I mean? They, you didn't beat them up? 
you know what? The thing is, so wait, explain this as quickly. I don't want to laugh, but it's actually, I, I've, I've been, I, I, I was in Rio in Brazil and I got held at knife point on the beach and I just froze. I did nothing. And they took yeah, it Yeah, mate, but you know what? I think knife, I'll be very scared of that. Man, I'm scared. it was held it to you know my what? throat. Yeah, you know what? 10 guys. That's a sloping. See, a gun is like boom, bang, gone, gone dead, finished, yeah. dead. So, but with a knife, I thought it was I, in my head. I just kept going, "This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt." So I kept going yeah, in my head. Boom, 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 when, boom, you, boom. when you quit yourself a little bit, you think, "Ouch!" <laughs> in pain, are like you running around the house? You think, "Ah, damn, been cut." Laughed at me. You think if it's a gun, it's going to be quick. Knife is just going to hurt. <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah, but you're never scared. Look, it is what it is. So, what did the the robbery? Uh, they got caught in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> They got caught. What happened was they 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 come out, come out of a steak restaurant, yeah, and um, walk into the car, and they uh, must have known you're there, right? Yeah. So some guy pushed me towards my car. And that's why I don't wear no watches now in the UK. And they pushed me towards the car, and he just pulled a gun out and puts it right in front of me, and he puts it like, like people walking. No, for some it was nighttime. So for some reason there was no one walking. No one was walking around that time. And he put the gun literally like right there in front of my face. So in case I did something, if it was close to me, then you could quickly move away or whatever. But because it was so like just enough, the distance was enough that he can probably move it. I'm not ever gonna risk moving or tapping, getting it away. Even though I am quite quick, I thought. But you scared and, at that point or no? Um, and at the same time, there's another guy in front of the car with another gun. So you think about it, man, you got two guys. If I tried to get him, he's going to shoot me. If I tried to get him, he's going to shoot me. So I'm like, I'm done. Well, what is she wearing? Uh, I was wearing, you know what? They thought it was a uh, RM. Through Richard Mill. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a it was a Frank Muller, fully iced out, which I got after one of the fights when I got sponsored by Frank Muller. And I had that on. And um, so anyway, when the guy came in front with the gun, put it to my head, I looked away because I don't want to see the gun. I don't want to face it. Yeah. Because if I was going to shoot, shoot. I just don't want to see it being shot. Yeah. And I was waiting for a bang. Do you think you were going to die? Yeah. You say this so casually, man. Like, yeah. You can't just be like... Yeah, yeah. I start crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I thought I was dust. It's over. I, I didn't know what the guy wanted when he put it to my head. I think, what's he want? What have I done? So you're only thinking of a million things and your life's just going past you. And he goes, take off your watch. I just want to thought, oh, thank God for that. Thank God, mate. <laughs> I thought, thank God for that, mate. There you go, take it. He took the watch. He's gone. Please come. I got quite embarrassed, like, because loads of people come running over. He said, are you all right, me? Are you okay? The phones have started coming out. I got quite embarrassed. I said, I want to leave this area. I want to Why? Because it's, it's too much hassle and No, nah, yeah. And people are just asking questions. Are you okay? And, and I'm a fighter. You know what I mean? I'm a, and, I, and, I, and people see him as a tough guy. and But you can't fight a gun. But still... People were being very respectful and I, I had to leave the scene. I couldn't. And my wife was right next to me. So luckily she wasn't next to me, like next to when the gun was pointing to me. She was walking towards it. She saw the gun, man. She stayed back, which is the best thing she could ever do because I might have panicked if she was next to me. Yeah, and you would have grabbed, you would have grabbed. Yeah, someone would have gone wrong. So I'm glad that it, it went that way. And I just got away from the scene. The police come. And then they got caught uh, and they've been, I went to court, I saw the guys, 
And obviously they wouldn't look at me in the ITI. I mean, I looked at them and I thought, what wimps? They had to carry a gun and put it to me. And then, you know, they were hidden behind yeah. a mask. And I was like looking at them thinking, I mean, if they wanted to do it the proper way, you know what I'm saying? We could have done it the proper way. <laughs> I mean, it's not nice. Like, they had to put a gun in front of my face. Yeah. Um, That's scary, man. It's yeah, scary. It's scary, man. So anyway, that happened. And then um, they got, they got, I think in total, they got about... 15 or 20 years in between really? both of them, yeah. Because handling a weapon and those kind of things. Yeah. My God, man. It's and just... I got the watch back as well. You did? Yeah. But, you know, that that's kind of the, you know, when you wear watches and stuff like that, that's what, it's intense, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Look, that's why it's probably best not to um, wear watches like that and just be as be sim- be simple as possible. You know, I like to wear stuff like that because I appreciate it. And I'm a fighter and, and maybe... Do you think you have to hold up that image though of being this tough person? Because I would say, deep down, you, yeah. know, you know, we meet here, you're, you're funny, you're calm, you're sensitive, I imagine, all these, you know, this is what it feels like, right, yeah. meeting you, but then you say, oh, I'm a fighter, I've got to, you know, that's some, or more a persona, right? Yeah, because you, you're a fighter and, I like, and as a fighter, I do it because I love the sport. But I'm not really, I don't like to go out on the streets and have a fight. But I can if I had to, mm. because it's in my blood. You get me? And you know, it's only people like me, like, if you know you can fight, you're always, you're, you're always going to be a chilled out person. You're always going to be a happy person. Like, we know how to fight, that's it. Let's keep it to that. And if it ever happens, it happens. But we don't need to show it off or tell people about it. You know, inside you. That's why I'm always happy and chilled and calm and I let things by. Whatever people want to say, if someone's called me a name, someone's... Someone wants to say something. No problem. Thank you very much. That's because you've dealt with so much, right? Yeah. And you you, you have to let things go. You I have imagine. to let things go in life because if you, otherwise it eats you away or you're going to end up reacting to something and you're going to end up getting in trouble. And then they look, the, the law is the law. You can't just hit somebody, hurt them. And obviously I'm sure my hands are classed as weapons. Do you think that's what it is? I was going to ask that. Do you think your hands are classed as weapons? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And I'll get in trouble for that, you know what I mean? So it's not worth it. You know, you've been in a lot of fights and, you know... Boxing fights. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) boxing fights. Boxing fights. You know, one of the big things that comes up and people talk about is, I think it's CTE, right? Where, you know, it's it's, concussions and stuff like that. Do you ever worry about things like this? I mean, once you... When you're in the sport, you have to some... You have, to, you have to worry about it. But then at the same time, you, you can't really worry about it too much because you're, it's your job and you're good at it and you want to make a good living from it, right? And you want to be a champion. Now it's over. Yeah, it's, you don't worry about it at all. Now, I'm, I'm glad I got out at the right time. Mm. I'm glad I got out without getting hurt. And I thank God that, you know, God, you know, looked over me and I'm all right. I'm in one piece. I can spend time now, spend quality time with my kids and my family. And, uh, yeah. You don't I mean, miss it? Yeah, I do miss it a little bit. You know, look, I was at the boxing the other night when uh, Chris, U, uh, Chris uh, Eubank, Eubank yeah. won against Liam Smith. And you know when you're missing the hype and you're thinking, wow, you know, I mean, that used to be me in that ring. And What does uh, that feel like when you walk out and people are like chanting and then you, and it's a title fight and you oh, win? Oh, it's the best feeling ever, man, because... You got so, and you never realize how many fans you've got. You got thousands of people there for you to support you. I mean, look, my last fight, ninety uh, percent of the fan base was all mine, and the arena sold out in two hours. Twenty thousand people in two hours, one of the quickest sold out arenas in 
for that much the winner in and in, in two hours i mean that is crazy so you do miss that hype and that buzz uh but it's also nice just to walk in these arenas now and not fight and not have that pressure of being a fighter because the love that you get from people and people appreciate you and they thank you for the entertainment you give them so uh, yeah it's that's that's nice as well Dude, I think we're coming out to our time. I, I, you know, I, it's there, one more thing I want to, you know, there is, you know, you do have controversy sometimes in the press and yeah. you've had some stuff recently, right? Yeah. How do you, you're a family man, how do you handle things like that? <clears throat> um, look, it's, it's very tough. It's tough and at times, you know, you, we all humor, we all make mistakes and you end up messaging someone and that message ends up, you know, getting you into trouble. Um, so, you know, I can only apologize and you have to just, you know, you have to just move up, move on with it and obviously not make the mistakes again. And look, I've made mistakes in life. I'm like I said, I'm just human and mm. it is what it is. I just have to try to, look, there's, always, there's temptation everywhere. You always mess about, you always, there's always temptations thrown at you. People slipping into your DMs and stuff. And so most of the time they slip into your DMs just for a, um, just to sell on you and, and sell you out. Mm. But look, it is what it is and it's about just being having that having that self-control. And I've had that self-control in boxing so I can have it outside of boxing as well. Mm. That's what I said to you because, you know, it's amazing that you, you're open about that as well and just say, look, we all make mistakes. Mm. And and look, I, I put my hand up and I did make a mistake and I, and I, and I apologised to my wife for putting her through such a hard time. Mm. I mean, and she's still with me and still beside me and still looks after everything I do and looks after all my uh, business stuff and everything. And really, she she could have walked out, you know. So, yeah. And I've got three beautiful kids as well. And it's all about now seeing them grow and be a good dad to them and be around them. Man, honestly, this is this has been the greatest conversation. Really? Yeah, man. Like I said at the beginning, I've been... A huge fan of yours. Oh, thank you. Thank I, you. Truth is from the heart. Really, really? Have, yeah. Growing up watching you fight. Oh, thank you. And it's uh, it's a real honor to chat to you. I, we go and get the book. Okay, Amir Khan, fight for your life. You can go and get it now. And everything's in there. Honestly, everything's everything. in there. And maybe I've been a bit too honest at times, but uh, you know what? I wanted to be honest so that way I tell my story on how how things are in life. And is this I mean, your headshot as well? So, I look, I mean, you look good, man. Yeah, you look, look, look so good. I'd have shaved the other day. Even my missus was like, "Why the hell did you shave? You look like a, you look like a twenty-year-old boy." What should happen? I look young. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and listen, we're gonna see you back in the ring, maybe. Who knows? I mean, look, there's Come a lot. Of, there's a lot of talk there, but maybe one more dance. Come on. I mean, let's see because. I look at my kid. I'm gonna ask my kids the question if they want to see Daddy back in the ring again. Because end of day, I don't wanna. I blame them then if I get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more thing before you go, because I know it's time. Uh, the YouTuber boxing stuff that's going yeah. on, the crossovers, the fact that Tyson is now fighting um, this UFC guy. All these. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Um, look, I think it could be very dangerous for a lot of these YouTubers now. These influencers are coming into boxing into MMA, someone's going to get hurt quite badly. But look, with Tyson's fight, it's a little bit different because Tyson is fighting another combat fighter, mm -hmm. which is the UFC. I'm sure he's going to be able to take a punch. You're telling me a YouTuber is going to be able to take a punch? Like, we've been trained and trained, we've trained for years and years to take punches, to to give punches and to defend ourselves. 
You can't just overnight go into a boxing ring and fight me thinking that you know everything. That's where someone's going to get hurt. So let's just hope. You think it's going to be dangerous at some point? It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And I think the only way we're going to see and maybe the only way it's going to stop is when someone gets hurt badly. And that you th that's going to happen at some point, ultimately. At some point it's going to happen. Someone's just going to get hit really badly, uh, hurt and hit with a big shot and they might not recover from it. So let's just hope. Uh, it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of entertainment. But let's just hope one day it doesn't get that far. Amir, thanks so much for coming on Pride Plus, dude. Thank you very much for having me. I'll fight you anytime. <laughs> oh, we'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs>Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.